Welcome, everyone. My name is Alexander Long, and this is For the Amateurs podcast, where photographers around the world share their experiences and insight on how you can become a better photographer. I'm joined here today with Bogdan, a street photographer based out of Switzerland who loves to shoot film. Hey, Bogdan, how's it going? Hey, man. Great. Over here. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you get your start in photography? I've started as a photographer about 50 years ago, like seriously, Uh, I started into wedding Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, a couple of friends of mine were doing uh, wedding videos and they needed a photographer and I was, I liked photography at that moment and they said, join us. (laughs) So I started doing uh, photos with them at weddings Mm -hmm. Uh, and that lasted for about three, four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ever since, yeah, I've been doing photos. I see on your Instagram that you're kind of more a film photographer. Is that like the first thing you shot or did you shoot digital before that? Like the first camera I had was this point and shoot, film point and shoot that my parents had. Mm-hmm. It was like an old can of plastic can and point and shoot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I started doing photos on that. When I started seriously in photography, it was um, back with my friends doing weddings. And at that time, I, I was using digital. So I had like different mediums. I've used different mediums over the years. I've uh, used uh, digital. And then lately, I'm, I'm using film, yeah. Like uh, last year, I sold all my digital gear. Mm-hmm. Just using film, but I'm not gonna be film exclusively. I'm looking forward to get another digital camera soon. So it's just the process right now that I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love digital too. So yeah, film yeah. seems to be like this whole different feel of the images. I guess when you take them, it feels different. Yeah, for me, it's about the process involved. Like, I don't think a picture is better because it's made on film or on digital, but I don't really like editing that much. So all of the all of the current trendy presets are like trying to imitate film. Why, why don't just you shoot film? So mm-hmm. each film stock gives a different look. So I know what photo I'm going to get from each type of film stock. So I don't have to deal with different looks, try to find different versions of each photo, different editing styles film is just there and also um, i think that a film look will uh, age well over the years as we can see with old film photos from 50 60 years ago i think it will last over time so you're saying it'll be around for like another like 20 years probably i think so i think so that's that's my opinion right now as opposed to for example edits i done like 10 years ago when i was all digitals if i look at those photos sometimes i cringe so <laughs> yeah yeah that's my hope that the the film look will last over the years it will have this like a timeless look to it what's your go-to film i would say portra 400 for kodak because it's good to shoot during sunlight sunny days overcast days even during like at night it's an old road film you can use it no matter what the conditions are have you ever used a dark room before uh no but i've uh, developed film at home i currently process the black and white at home Mm -hmm. i was thinking about trying color and take advantage of this whole time that we're stuck at home Mm -hmm. but read the other day that you should be more careful that, than with black and white. Like uh, 
the chemicals involved in the color process are could like cause damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then uh, I'm gonna hold off on that until I I do my uh, my research on it and afterwards I'm gonna try it. So my next question is: Do you think film should be the starting point for photographers? Not necessarily. I mean, the starting point should be the camera you have at hand. So for some people that might be an old film camera, their grandpa or father used back in the day, or for some people should be like maybe the family camera, a digital one. So Mm -hmm. the starting point should be the camera you have at hand. But I think that at some point, people should, people like photographers should should film because it's it's a process that teaches you a lot about photography most uh, most cameras don't have an, an auto mode you don't you cannot mm-hmm. shoot everything on on a program mode or an automatic mode most cameras are manual so that will force you to learn about aperture uh shutter speed iso things that will serve you as the basics for when you go into digital will make you understand the results you get and why you get them in mm-hmm. certain yeah conditions so yeah i think everybody should should film at some point if they like it they should stick with it if not digital <laughs> it's a very hard process to learn i'm still trying to learn it i have an old uh, canon ae1 and uh, yeah, i have one of those too that was uh, actually my first serious film camera after that point and shoot mm-hmm. i still have it it's a great camera to start start with in film. Do you have any big inspirations in photography, like when you started? Can't remember, but back in the day when I started, um, Flickr used to be big, so that was like the photography social network of that moment. I followed a couple of photographers over then, but then inspirations changed as my own personal style and what I wanted to get out of photography changed. Uh, and at the moment, my inspirations are, I get my inspirations off, uh, off photo books. I try to mm-hmm. buy as many photo books as I can mm-hmm. uh, because like you enjoy them differently, I think, than, for example, social networks like Instagram. You can take your time with a photo book and also you can see like... Um, the whole body of work that the photographer wanted to put out there mm-hmm. the whole series the sequencing of the photographs and all of that so yeah right now photo books not not necessarily current photo books but sometimes it's photo books that, that have been published like many years ago 50 40 30 years ago mm-hmm. so my other question is well, this is kind of more pertaining to like, you talked about how you found your style is how did you find your style like in street photography? I think of a, pho- a photographer's style as a living thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it, when, when one starts photography, it's like this little baby that grows really fast. So at the beginning, you might notice that your style changes a lot because mm-hmm. your your tastes like change really rapidly at the beginning you start you start to find these really cool photographers who like their photos they're inspir- they're an inspiration to you and you change you change rapidly also mm-hmm. at the beginning you don't have a particular genre that you're 
attracted to in photography, like you explore these different genres, like, I don't know, street, fashion, you landscape, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you switch from one uh, one style to another really fast. And then as time goes by, your style, I think, grows and matures over time. So you, changes are not that fast. So you start to like have this almost not finished because you'll see and I, I see and that my style is changing right now. Mm-hmm. Not as fast as the beginning. Um, it will take time to see what you like, but as time passes, you'll see it changes less and less. I think I'll never come to this moment where I say, yeah, this is my style. People would say that about you, but mm-hmm. probably I wouldn't say <laughs> that about me at any given point. I'll say, yeah, it's it's changing, yeah. I might shoot one year just black and white, so yeah, that's not the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Or tomorrow I'll start just one film stock to explore and see what I can do with that. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Do you find that um, being in Switzerland, it gives you different opportunities, uh, like finding photos wise? Uh, definitely. I've been living here for one year, just one year. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in the exploring phase. And uh, I like to explore a lot, even back in my home country or I, I've lived in, lived in different countries like I was born in Romania and then I moved to Spain when I was uh, 16 mm-hmm. I lived there for uh, 15 years then moved to France for 6 years and then back here so I've I've been, in, I've been living in this different countries in Europe uh, but even in the places I knew uh, I knew out of the top of my heart I like to I like to explore to to walk around and see and find about different places and photograph them mm-hmm. so yeah right now i'm in that exploring uh time here in switzerland i i wait i'm waiting for this to be over so i can travel a lot inside of switzerland visit about visit the mountains mm-hmm. those mountain villages yeah kind of miss that so how do you find your locations for your images that you shoot I just walk. I just walk around, like pick an area, pick a town, camera in hand, and just explore. Yeah, with no expectations, no no photos in mind, mm-hmm. um, and then just shoot. That's for like you know a day to day exploring or over the weekend. Mm-hmm. If I have a particular idea in mind, I try to re- do the research on it. Like find places. I usually use like Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And try to find um, different spots. Uh, also, trying to find people because lately I've been trying to do street photography, but also some documentary photography. So, mm-hmm. street photography is fast, but documentary is a little more laid back. Like, do your research, mm-hmm. do your thought process before. So, but the second part of my work, I try to find the people and also the places over over Google Maps and over the internet before. Do you have an end goal in photography? Like, do you want to work for National Geographic or something? Uh, no, I actually don't work as a commercial photographer. I have a day-to-day job. I don't work as a freelance photographer. So okay. ever since that period when I used to do wedding, that period kind of burned me out. So I took the decision to never like go full on into photography and uh, 
have a day-to-day job and maintain photography just as a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah, during that period I was doing weddings and then I would just not pick up a camera for everything, for anything else, mm-hmm. for personal stuff or other projects. So I just want to keep the two things separate. I'm actually not, not going for a photography job, not planning on ever work for I don't know, National Geographic or whatever. Mm-hmm. What I do want, and that is my goal, is to start and have a, a body of work and, and produce bodies of work, like a series of photos, not necessarily single great photos, but photos that together with other in the same series tell a story. Mm-hmm. So bodies of work that could end up, I don't know, in a small zine, a photo book, a photo ex- exhibition, or even just, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, a category on my website, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's like my current end goal. <laughs> so your goal is kind of just to have your work be like timeless? Yeah, like after when I grow old, I just want to look back and say, yeah, okay, these are the photos these are the photo books i made they're gonna be here after i'm gone so yeah what can the next generation do to change the way they shoot images i don't know because already the new generations have like a different concept of a visual work mm-hmm. compared to i don't know maybe my generation even my generation has like different concepts than mine like mm-hmm. my generation doesn't shoot film I should film, but that's what my father used to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the visual creative process will evolve over the years, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to find find that out. I mean, I see these uh, photographers like combining film photos with video or with different, uh, I don't know, painting paintings and all of that it's mm-hmm. it's wonderful to see and i'm actually excited to to see how how the creative world <clears throat> evolves over the next years have you okay i kind of asked this to all the uh, photographers but um do you listen to music when you like go out and shoot images yeah especially when i shoot streets mm-hmm. because uh yeah i like to put my earphones in and uh, kind of isolate f- from the world like hide behind the, the camera is it gives you like gives me a feeling of being invisible even though I'm not mm-hmm. and makes the task of observing what's around me um, better even though I'm I'm there I'm part of it it kind of gives gives me the sensation that I'm this observer that I'm not directly involved. So um, that actually gives me more courage in certain situations to take some photos because you know street is kind of difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I listen to music all the time when I shoot streets. Not so much when I shoot documentary. When I shoot documentary, I try to be there. Because I, I need to give directions maybe to people. Mm-hmm. Though I don't like directing models or people that much, try to uh, surprise, capture the moment as naturally as possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like basic stuff. And I try to be there. What camera do you shoot now? For street work, I use a Leica M6. 
mm-hmm. with a 28 millimeter millimeter lens. Okay. I used to shoot 35 millimeter, but it kind of felt narrow, so I uh, changed to a 28. Mm-hmm. And then um, the documentary work, uh, you, I use medium format film. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly on a Pentax X7, and I also have a Hasselblad mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, and then I have a point of film point and shoot I carry with me every day for those different moments, different snapshots you see over the go. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like uh, mini looks. How like many times have you changed like your preference of focal length? Mm, depends a lot on also on the camera because some cameras don't have all focal lengths available so you have to go for the next closest thing mm-hmm. so but yeah it usually is uh, one uh, fixed uh, focal length one fixed lens for uh, a wide fixed lens like a 35 or a 28 mm-hmm. and then something like a 50 or maybe an 85 or 75 like for more close-up portraits or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's like my normal combo. Back when I shot digital like three, four years ago, I used to have this whole lineup of Canon lenses. But shooting with all of them, I found out that what I use the most are like, it's like 135 and 150 or 85. So uh, in the past, uh, past year, I've tried to reduce my gear keep it as simple as possible so now i mostly go out and shoot with just one camera with one lens mm-hmm. how many like how often do you shoot portrait stuff as often as i get the chance <laughs> mm-hmm. i mostly shoot during weekends because i work from uh, monday to to friday mm-hmm. so if i should during the week it's usually street stuff I go out at lunch and uh, take advantage of uh, my lunch break to shoot some street photos. Mm-hmm. But those are not typically portraits. For yeah. portraits, I, uh, yeah, I do like a pre-planned session with somebody, either a normal person to which I'm trying to tell the story of or, uh, or maybe a model. So I do that during the weekends. What is your take on the importance of light? That's the most important thing in photography. Um, and also I'm a big fan. I actually use only natural light for my photos. Mm-hmm. Um, back after I shot weddings, I, uh, I had this fashion, you know, fashion period in, <laughs> in my photographer life. And then uh, at that moment I tried uh, to play around with flashes, with strobes and everything. Mm-hmm. And I find out I didn't like that much uh, using flashes and artificial light. Uh, and now I only use natural light. I will probably get a flash for my Leica mm-hmm. to use with uh, maybe black and white film. But uh, mostly like 90% will be natural light. So yeah, light, especially natural light for me is super important. Like mm-hmm. the most important thing. To me, I feel like shooting with like unnatural light just doesn't feel right. Exactly. Yeah. 
Same for me. And also it's like time consuming. You have to plan ahead what strobes, different angles of the lights, plan all of it, you know, so it takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Time that can otherwise be spent shooting actual photos with available light. So yeah. Well, I want to thank you for uh, joining us today. It's really interesting to hear from a film photographer because we haven't had that on uh, the show yet. So, yeah, it's it's growing more more popular. <laughs> That's why film got so expensive in developing. So you'll probably have more more people interested in film photography. I know, for example, Sam Elkins, who was on your first episode, mm-hmm. also shoots, shoots film. Do you have any advice for the viewers out there? Everybody's on their own photography path, so don't compare yourself to others. Numbers don't mean anything because nowadays people get impressed when they look at likes or followers or whatever. Also, I would advise against presets. Discover your own path, like play with different settings. Mm -hmm. Um, See what you like. There's no recipe from other people that will get you a result. What works for a photographer doesn't work for another one. Cameras are just tools, and I think the process is more important. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of For the Amateurs. Next week, we'll be talking to Angel, who is a professional photographer based out of L.A., who recently Drake DM'd to ask for professional images. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys in the next one.